yeah, bruh. Welcome to the TKD update presented to you by Moan McGee. Chicken or chicken? <laughs> Welcome into Moan McGee on TKD. Bringing it back. Um, I think I'm out of the playoffs. I think your team's a little bit of a hurting unit. Um, but we're still going to come to tell you guys how it is in this week's Kevin, keep, keep the grinders out of your mouth. Grinders <laughs> seven in a row. Seven in a row. I didn't even need Cooper Cup this week. He only scored 2.5, 2.9 points. So I got the W. Now I face Carter. If I beat him, solidify a buy spot there. Um, yes, Cooper Solidify Cup's a buy. Well, we'll see. Well, <laughs> If you could do if you could do anything and beat Woods, yeah, it would solidify a buy pretty well. Um, well, that's not happening. Uh, all right, well, let's get to Woods actually, because um, he was our high point total scorer of the week. Put up a one fifty burger on Luke um, Woods team every week. I look at it and I'm like, you know, I just really, ugh, just starting Metcalf and Lockett against Tampa Bay. Uh, Terry McLaurin against Philly. Oh, just doesn't just doesn't look good. And then boom, 150 in your face. Yeah, uh, it's not a pretty team on paper, but fuck, scores a lot of points. Uh, Tony Pollard. We'll see what happens uh, as Zeke's get, Zeke gets healthier. Um, but he also has depth to go with that. He has Najee Harris, Mark Andrews. Um, Rondell Moore all sitting on his bench this week, uh, which would be very playable players on many other teams. Woods team looks very good. Yeah, it does. Um, you know, we talked about me getting a buy. I think Woods, you know, probably the winner of me and Carter this week, and then Woods are likely going to be the two buys. Um, we'll get to our match of the week later. It has a lot to say about that as well, but um yeah, Woods, I mean, when you have Rondell Moore, who's on a heater, and then Mark Andrews on your bench, like, he might not even play Rondell Moore next week. Like, that's how good his team is. <laughs> um, I, I just keep waiting for the Seattle, you know, joyride to end, but I don't think that's happening either. That'll be this week when they're on by. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. Uh, yeah, it'd be nice to play him now, except that he has Randall Moore, Najee Harris, and Mark Andrews coming back. Um, yeah. Let's talk about Luke's team. We both have, we've said a lot of nice things about Luke's team this year. Um, just weirdly can't get it done. Um, has a really nice outing from Dalvin Cook. Travis Kelsey does Travis Kelsey things. He even you know catches lightning in a bottle with Antonio Gibson and his flex. Uh, scored a rushing touchdown, um, but the receivers and Debo Samuel kind of looks like a hurting hurting unit right now. And with Philly, it's either AJ Brown or Devonta Smith. Yes, he traded you Devonta Smith, so he did get out of that. But now he's in a situation where he's not catching those Devonta Smith points. Yeah, and with AJ Brown hurt, that's that's a little scary. He's always missed a little bit of time. You hope that. He's able to stay on the field for him because with AJ Brown and Debo Samuel both, you know, week to week always seem to be questionable. Uh, receivers are a little scary. I think the thing that he has to feel good about is he's going to have Lamar starting next week, safe twenty in the quarterback spot, upside to thirty. I think that will help buoy him um, on a week to week basis. Yeah, and the running backs are obviously 
two of the best that you can have. So he's got those three down and then, you know, he's got Kelsey. So should be a team that is there right there at the end in the, in the playoffs. Um, However, like you said, if he runs into a situation where AJ Brown and Debo Samuel, both or one of them gets injured, he's in some trouble, but he does have enough players to, I think, you know, keep him alive in the playoff hunt. Next highest point getter was Admiral Akbar, your mighty Kramers, coming up just a couple points short of Woods at 148. Um, Josh Jacobs still scores a lot of points, and Devin Singletary finds the end zone twice. Um, And Christian Kirk, a couple touchdowns there too. That's pretty solid. Yeah, Jonathan Taylor being back helps, helps, uh, you know, kind of ease concerns about uh, anything else. the wide receivers are a huge problem without Jamar Chase, obviously. But Christian Kirk, um, you know, back-to-back, looks like he's, you know, three out of his last four games, he's been over 17 points. Um, Kramer's going to be missing him this week, but Dallas Goddard goes down. Now he's going to be scrapping for a tight end. Uh, Kramer's team <laughs> just this this year, Brees Hall, Jamar Chase, Jonathan Taylor, all missing time, and now Dallas Goddard goes down. Um, you know, Kramer kind of enters into an interesting point here with his pass catchers. Yeah, it, it'll be intriguing to see what happens in the, in the next couple of weeks with Jamar Chase potentially coming back and what happens with some of those boom-bust wide receivers. Greg, you just you just know every week uh, Greg's going to get absolutely pointed on to the max. Um, this week he didn't have the guns to fight back. Justin Fields accounted for almost half of his points, which is never a good sign. No, uh, it is good when it's 40 points. But, um, yeah, when it's still half your points, that, uh, it's a little rough. Derrick Henry has a down game um, after having a, somewhat of a hot start juju exits uh with that big concussion injury Taysom hill it looks like is probably i think greg dropped him this week um a lot of things in flux here and at this point officially i'm not sure mathematically eliminated by the playoffs but in all of our minds is, is certainly out um just has to stay ahead of garrett i think that's the focus in mind and feel moderately good about that when you have justin fields who's been going off yeah i mean justin fields derrick henry uh alan robinson now that cooper cup's gone should get targeted a little more heavily um you know t higgins coming off by this week should feel a little bit better leonard fournette's tough one um i don't know what quite to to think about with leonard fournette obviously you're gonna have the red zone touchdown ish upside but now it seems like it's almost touchdown dependent yeah, I honestly, knowing how big of a Chiefs fan Greg is, wouldn't be surprised if uh, Pacheco gets a couple starts here late in the season. Yeah, and he looks like he, he's come on. Uh, CEH only had four snaps, so, um, you know, had 16 carries for 82 yards, had the fumble, so the day doesn't look as good. Um, <laughs> Greg has a lot of similar, uh, you know, Pacheco doesn't seem like he's going to catch any passes. Derrick Henry doesn't catch any passes. So he's got to have some big yardage totals there. Next big point score on the week. And the last big point score comes from Swift at 142. 
Um, 20 points from Lawrence, 35 from Jefferson, and 22 from Jeff Wilson. Um, a couple stinkers uh, on the team, but with uh, those big weeks, uh, those big performances this week, uh, puts up a lot of points and takes down Carter. Yeah, he made a trade this week. So he traded um, Cordell Patterson for, wait, who was that? Um, I know Daniel Jones was a part of the trade. Boy, this is bad. Chris this is bad Olave. podcasting. Chris Olave, um, which was surprising. Um, yeah, and he he enters kind of uh, he he solidifies his playoff standings with this with this big win. Um, you know, I uh, this is just another one of those teams where I, I look at it every week and I'm like, oh man, he's starting Jeff Wilson in the flex, like ugh. I don't, I don't love that. And then he goes and scores 140 points. Jeff Wilson looks like a, a really nice pickup after he got dropped, you know, after that trade, uh, the Christian McCaffrey trade. Hawkinson is like a target machine now. Um, and it, it, it's really helpful when you start off your, your lineup with JJ. <laughs> yes, it is. Um, Flexbot looks like it'll be kind of a, a flip between uh, George Pickens and – Jeff Wilson. He'll be able to play the matchups there. I feel pretty good about both those guys in the flex. Um, yeah, I, I think a very intriguing team. I wouldn't put him in, you know, championship contender territory or favorite, but it could be interesting in the playoffs and not a team that I'd be excited to be facing. Well, Kevin, you know that Dan is clipping that, and when he wins the championship this year, he's going to play it on repeat. Good. Loudspeakers. <laughs> All over town, do it. Um, so yeah, he he beats Carter, who uh, he his, his trade partner. Um, Carter, Daniel Jones, eighteen points. Raheem Mostert, eighteen points. Stefan Diggs, Tyree Kill, do their thing. Um, maybe why he traded Chris Olave. Chris Olave had a down game after you know a really nice run. Yeah, a little bit of a down game. Down game, and you look at Miles Sanders. You mentioned CEH not getting a lot of touches. If you're Carter, you're probably a little bit worried about that RB, uh, that RB position a little bit. But with Diggs and Tyreek being, you know, two, I think number two and three um, uh, as wide receivers in the league, it, it doesn't really matter. You're going to be able to put up big points no matter the week. Now, the his inclusion of Chris Olave is very interesting to me. He seemed like he'd kind of been like a, uh, you know, not a slam dunk because he does have some nice other keeper picks, but, you know, a top half of the league keeper guy. Absolutely. Um, so that was, that was a little strange. Do you think it was more of a belief in guys like Brandon Ayuk and Garrett Wilson that he felt like he could do that? Or do you think it was just running back desperation? I, I think a little bit of that way a little bit of both of those weighed in. Um, another thing is, this is the championship window. This is really solid team for Carter. Should be able to, you know, with a seven and three record, contend for that championship. You got to make whatever move to make to fill out any weak spots on the team uh, before that trade deadline. I think he was just kind of trying to make sure that he was going to be able to fill in if any of those guys go down. Makes sense. Um, yeah, you mentioned 
Dan was the last big scorer. Now it kind of comes into a mess of teams that just barely cleared that 100 mark. Um, the next guy was Truck, 106. Had to have it this week. Had to have the win against Huber and did. Huber's team looks like it's kind of falling apart. Um, so Brad didn't need to do a lot here. And, you know, <laughs> he didn't do a lot. Um, Andy Dalton, <laughs> seven points. David Montgomery, five. Jamal Williams, 11. But we mentioned the wide receivers when he made that trade, and they came through for him. Yeah, they they, they came through. Um, yeah, I think he's still going to be a lot of roster decisions on a given week. Is he going to be David Montgomery, Jamal Williams, or uh, Dante Foreman? Is it going to be – or Zeke's now back in the mix at the wide receiver position? I think I'm on Rossi Brown, Devante, or, or Locks, but then – in the flex spot, do you play another one of those running backs, or do you go Pittman versus Gabe Davis? Um, yeah, I think Truck will be losing hair over this one. Yeah, he has a lot to give, so that's that's good. <laughs> um, but yeah, uh, I I don't know what to think about Brad. Um, you know, running backs seem weak. I obviously respect the receivers a lot, but he kind of. It's one of those teams where everything has to go right in a given week uh, just to clear like one 100 points. And that's not really where you want to be. You want to be a little more consistent, but um, got got the win this week, which is important. Still stays in the playoff hunt. And a team that's kind of falling out of the playoff hunt, a team that's not rolling the way he wants it to. Um, and we can talk about a lot of different roster decisions here, but <laughs> Huber, Uh yeah, Huber, DeAndre Swift does not look like he's going to be doing anything. Started Jerry Judy when he was out. Uh, he had been announced out before game time. So that was a bit of a whoops there. Um, and then Ertz leaves early with an injury. I'll give him some slack there. Um, scary thing, uh, if, if you're uh, Derek, DeAndre Swift picked him, needed him to be solid. And it looks like the Lions are insistent on easing him back and using him, you know, kind of more in spots than a, a, as a bell cow, which is not what you want from a, a guy that you picked at that one, two turn. Yeah. And Jalen Waddle's really good, but it seems to be a little bit of boom bust. Um, and then Amari Cooper kind of oh, boom bust ish as well. Yeah. Um, so not looking great for Huber at the moment. Let's head to, Kevin, your matchup, we got to talk about it. Um, you got beat by 10 points. Dustin Murphy, where'd it go wrong this week? Uh, wide receivers and Gerald Everett leaving early. I think this is the fifth week where I have had at least one player leave the game um, at halftime or shortly after. And I just cannot catch a break there. Uh, my wide receivers, Keenan Allen, I could have been on IR. That would have helped me a lot earlier this season. I would have dropped Jamison Williams in a heartbeat to put Keenan Allen in my IR spot, but he's burnt up a roster spot, uh, and that hurts. Uh, yeah. Um, Devonta Smith comes in from the trade, helps you out a little bit. Um, yeah, Keenan Allen's just kind of burnt you this year. Is there any hope for the playoffs, Kevin, or do you think you're done? No, I think I'm done. Uh, I would have to win I, with how it's shaking out, a lot of a lot of losses at the bottom of the league. A lot of not. There's a lot of 
wins stuck up in the middle. And I think you're going to have to be eight and six in order to make the playoffs. I think there will be six, eight and six or better teams. Um, so that means I have to win out. Um, and, and I face a lot of points. Yeah. Or, and score a shitload of points. And I face woods this week who, uh, was projected to score 23 points more than me. So it's not looking good. Uh, even if I managed to pull off an upset here, I have to pull off three more, not looking great. I'm safe from the beer mile, but, uh, we're going to be looking at keepers here. I think rest of the year, <laughs> um, a team that's still in the hunt after the big win was Murphy. Um, Murphy didn't have any standout performers. Dalton Schultz, you could you could say Dalton Schultz 17. That's kind of a standout, but everyone else was just solid enough to get over 100. So 12 from Damian Pierce, 13 from Eckler, 10 from Evans, 12 from Sutton, and uh, you know didn't start Deontay Johnson, which was interesting. Um, I'll say that. I guess maybe once the Keenan Allen injury news, thought Joshua Palmer was going to be a slam play ended up you know not being the right one but um what do you give murphy's chances to make the playoffs once he get if he gets in there you know you mentioned you 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 didn't really see championship potential with a couple other teams is there is there a way that murphy can make a run at the championship um if austin eckler continues to be the rb1 um he has a couple real big boom wide receivers and Mike Evans and Cortland Sutton, both those guys could very conceivably get two touchdowns in a game. Uh, once you hit the playoffs, anything can happen. Greg sent out that text saying uh, these are the uh, records of the champions. Uh, and you saw a lot of, you know, 500 teams winning the championship because it's a three week season at that point, anything can happen in the playoffs. So with Dan, yeah, even if I don't see him as a contender, anything can happen. Um, but with, with Dustin, I, I think it's a coin flip's chance that he makes the playoffs. Not a, a favorite team to go, um, but he has some real high-ceiling guys, and anything can happen. There you go. All right. Um, it said to me I was the lowest point scorer out of all the winners this week, Kevin. But I was playing Grabba, so didn't need a lot of points. Um, didn't use a kicker this week. Um Kind of, I was going to wait to see what happened with Chris Godwin. If he scored over 15 points, I was going to go without the kicker. Otherwise, I probably would have had to drop, you know, like a Kyron Williams or something, which I ended up dropping anyway. But um, I knew running backs were going to be a problem (laughs) this week, and they were. (laughs) Um, You know, little nine points combined from those two. But CeeDee Lamb having 38, you know, kind of covers over some other things. Yeah, that's going to help a lot. A uh, huge game out of CD. Um, Tua continues to be very solid. Um, I, I think you feel pretty confident in that quarterback position now. Um, what I did think was going to be interesting was if you did walk into Sunday night trailing by, or Monday night trailing by, you know, three or four points, would you have dropped James Robinson to go get the win, the guy that you traded for? Because that's what you would have had to do after the 325 games. Yeah, I think because he had uh, James Conner and DeAndre Hopkins rolling. So I I think it was like those two guys versus Cup. And then um, CeeDee Lamb was kind of battling during that time too. Um, 
So yeah, luckily I didn't need to do that, but yes, <laughs> if it you, meant yep. to win, I would. I, I was curious. Yeah, it, it, um, I was. It looked like you were going to be safe, but I, I was kind of secretly hoping just to see what see what you would have done. Yeah, I mean, I I, I would have had to. Um, James Conner and, and DeAndre Hopkins gave me a scare there, both you know scoring pretty good point totals and Cooper Cup not, um, so that hurt. And then you know. I, I a win's a win at this point, Kevin. So I I, I would <laughs> have had him. to I would have had to do it. Um, Cooper Cup so, going yeah, down hurts. Uh, this week I'm gonna be starting most likely two out of Adam Thielen, Kadarius Tony, and Darius Slayton. Um, which which you know when you draft receivers in uh, you know four of your first five picks, you don't imagine yourself <laughs> you in this position ever. Um, but I, Chris Godwin's on by this week and then Cooper cup, obviously most likely season over. Um, so yeah, I'm in a tough spot. Get Joe Mixon back. going to insert, you know, James Robinson. Kadarius Tony looks like a really good pickup, um, at the moment. Um, need George Kittle for the rest of the season. Have to have, can't do the one catch game anymore. Yeah. Need Chris Godwin. Out need tight on George Kittle, not left tackle George Kittle. That's exactly right. Um, yeah, you mentioned over on Garrett's side, DeAndre Hopkins with, uh, you know, a solid game, 20 points. James Conner finds the end zone a couple times. Um, but other than that, not a lot of good points out there. I guess Drake London almost hits 15. Kirk gets a Kirk limping 15. Um, but Kamara, Chuba, Kyle Pitts, and then defense and kicker all fell pretty flat for Garrett, which leads to 91. Yeah. Would have been a lot different of a day had Kirk Cousins gotten in from the one inch line there in, in the Buffalo game. <laughs> um, wouldn't have been as an exciting uh, of a finish there for in Minnesota Buffalo. But um, yeah, I thought it was interesting. The Chuba Hubbard over Brian Robinson, he would have forced me into that kicker decision had he had done that. Um, and even if, you know, that would have put me in a really compromising position, needing my kicker, needing a kicker to go out there and score five, six points. Um, yeah, that's a tough spot. I, I, I didn't get that one because, you know, Chubo was playing on Thursday night. Um, you know, Brian Robinson hasn't looked overly impressive, but he's getting a lot of work. Um, so, yeah, I thought that was interesting. Um, and then Kirk over Dak. Also, you know, Kirk at Buffalo, Dak at Green Bay. It's kind of a, yeah, weird. Um, Kyle Pitts has really just hurt him all season. He's had to stick with it because of the pedigree, but it's just been week after week of, you know, kind of tanking your team almost. So can Alvin Kamara, DeAndre Hopkins, James Carter, I mean, James Conner, Jacoby Myers combine, put together, uh, a couple nice weeks for Garrett and get him, you know, what looks like needs to be two more wins, if not three more to make the, uh, the lat, not last place territory. You know, Deandre Hopkins is like a slam dunk wide receiver one at this point. Um, so you have that locked in. Kamara is running off two really bad games. Uh, nine and seven. So I don't know. I, 
what can go wrong with Garrett's team usually does. Um, <laughs> so I'm going to say no. Did Garrett start? He did not start um, Christian Watson this week. Poor Garrett. So that means Christian Watson into the end zone early. Yeah, Christian Watson into the end zone already, um, which means Garrett will play him next week. Oh, Garrett didn't put anybody in his flex. I'm guessing he was going to put Christian Watson there. Woof. Sorry, Garrett. (laughs) (laughs) If anything that could go wrong for Garrett's team will go wrong, and that is Exhibit A. There you go. Um, I didn't even see a... Derrick Henry into the end zone there. I missed that. Um, yeah, but let's talk about our matchup of the week for next week. That's two teams that are at six and four, Kramer and Dan. Um, we kind of talked before we got on. We were picking our matchup of the week. Um, there's a few of them. You know, you mentioned uh, Brad and Higgins, most likely loser out of the playoff position. Um but I feel like this one's a little bit more important for a buy. If one of these, if you lose this game between Kramer and Dan, uh, you're probably out of the buy conversation. Not out of the playoffs, but out of the buy conversation. If you win, you're right in there with with you know with those other teams for the buy. Um, and you know, I don't think the team that's had the buy has won <laughs> the last few <laughs> few championships. Um, but man, it, it is really nice to miss out on that first week of the playoffs. Yeah, it's it's nice to at least guarantee your spot um, in that second round, uh, obviously. Um, and in this matchup, you know, it looks like Kramer's going to be rolling with both Paris Campbell and Jonathan Taylor out there against the Eagles. I think he's going to be watching that game pretty closely. Yeah, he will. Um, you, you you know, Jalen Hurts, Paris Campbell, Jonathan Taylor, uh, all in that game. Um, I don't love playing Paris Campbell. I know I know he had a nice game uh, last week. And I don't know, this has been a, a weird thing for me to experience because there's, like, if you go to Paris Campbell on ESPN, he has, like, four videos of, like, is Paris Campbell a top 25 receiver? Is Paris Campbell blah, 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 really, like, Go look at his last few games. He has three good games this season. All of them include like a long touchdown. That's not a top twenty-five receiver. I'm sorry. Um, the the pre so he scores twenty points this last week. Really nice, right? Yeah, love the twenty points. Previous two weeks, two catches for fifteen, two catches for forty-three. I know that was with Sam Ellinger starting. Matt Ryan's back as a starter. Does change it a little bit, but. Especially against Philly, I really, I really don't like that. But yeah, hopefully, uh, it should be safe from both Bradbury and um, Darius Slay um, if Campbell's working out of the slot, which is maybe Kramer's thinking high point total this game. Indy did pick up the pace a lot last game, but I, I'm with you. It's tough, but I mean, it's it's that or Jarvis Landry, so it's. I think he's kind of pushed into this decision a little bit. And I think that will be where this game comes down to. Can Indy put up enough points? Um, and then on the other side, uh, I think Swift's team is lining up very nicely, but I'm curious what you think about the flex spot. He currently has Elijah Mitchell slated in there. Um, yeah, I, I would probably go George Pickens. 
uh, if I was him. Darnell Mooney, I, I think, also intrigues me more than Elijah Mitchell. Really great to see him. He ran really hard. He deserves some touches. But at the end of the day, when it's time to get things done, McCaffrey's going to be in the game. Um, when it's you mean in the they red don't zone, trade for draft picks for a guy to split 50-50? I think... If there's a team that has shown that they're going, that they're willing to just burn draft capital on running backs, it's definitely the Niners. But I, I agree that uh, if Elijah Mitchell doesn't catch the hot hand early, uh, you're running the risk of running a sub five point total out there. If he does get the hot hand early, maybe you can steal a fifteen point there. Yeah. Kevin, what do you think about uh, Dan Rostrain three count them three quarterbacks? At this point, I think that's kind of what he has to do um, with quarterback being so top heavy. um, And a lot of teams actually at this point in the season rostering multiple quarterbacks kind of has to hold on to a couple and play matchups a little bit. I don't mind it here. Usually I'm absolutely against it. Usually it's a non-starter in conversation, but I think it makes sense in this rare circumstance. Yeah, as a, as a guy who has Tua on by this week looking for quarterbacks, I looked at the available free agents. I'm like, what the fuck? Why, where are the quarterbacks? So Dan rosters three. Huber rosters three. Huber, who's in a free fall, rosters three motherfucking quarterbacks. Huber needs flex players. <laughs> Huber is rostering not good quarterbacks either. He's rostering Herbert, who's good but then goff and jimmy garoppolo um don't really understand that um anybody any 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 flex player is better than rostering three quarterbacks i'm sorry (laughs) Uh, and with the dan thing too i i get that he he, it's a pretty good team but I, i don't know come on kevin pick pick one between Mariota and lawrence you don't need both. <laughs> go look at this. I'm going to go to players, add players. I'm going to click on running back. Okay, so I'm looking at running back, and I see, oh, you know, Dontrell Hillards. He's one injury away from having a massive role. Ooh, Samaji Pirine. He's one injury away from having a ginormous role. Those guys would be awesome to roster. Uh, go to wide receiver. Uh, oh, look, you know, actually, that's not good. Wide receiver's bad, too. But, wide um, receiver's really bad. <laughs> it's really bad. Um, I can I see know. your take, but I can also hear the frustration in your voice of having to go to the waiver wire this week and nobody's there because this is happening. I'm starting fucking so Tyler Heineke this week. <laughs> I'm starting Taylor Heineke this week, Kevin. Again, in my biggest matchup of the season, I'm sorry, Taylor fucking Heineke, Kadarius Tony, and Darius Slayton. Last thing I I wanted to make sure that we covered uh, this one went by the wayside for me, but uh, why don't you tell us what happened uh, this week's waiver wire? Oh yeah, so um, obviously I am in desperate need for wide receiver. So Christian Watson goes out there as a big game. I'm like, all right, I'm going to unload. I have 46 bucks left, 46. So I choose, all right, this is my last move of the season. Get get the receiver, have someone that I can plug in as a flex. 
for hopefully the rest of the year. So I'm going to unload 46 bucks. I wake up expecting to see a little beautiful boy, Christian Watson, on my team. He's not there. Darius Slayton's there. Okay. Oh, someone like someone like Woods or someone with like 170 bucks still must have just absolutely unloaded on him. Nope. It's Garrett. How much did he wait? You know, wager 46 bucks. Exactly. We tied. We both wagered 46 bucks. He gets it because he sucks, which I don't get why that that's that's a bad tiebreaker. He gets it because he sucks. Um, so, yeah, no Christian Watson for me would have been nice. I would have started him this week and he would have had a touchdown already in my flex spot. Um, but no. Yeah. Tied 46 bucks. The next highest bid was ten dollars. Uh, and so I've just been sitting here all week wondering, is Garrett is Garrett really that smart to see, oh, who is going to go after the wide receiver? Oh, it's Mo. Oh, he only has 46 bucks left. Let me wager exactly 46 bucks. I don't know. I have a hard time <laughs> believing he's that smart. <laughs> but won't, wouldn't it be just a, a great story if all Garrett was doing was playing a little defense while he takes uh, takes the beer not the beer mile, but the trip to the golf course on the chin um, and just takes Mo down uh, by scalping up that wide receiver. I think it's a, a cool, cool story to write home about. Yeah, it's, you know, not fun on my end because I lost, you know, one of the number one fancy players and then I'm scrounging for Christian Watson and I lose Christian Watson. But yeah, uh, we'll see. We'll see what happens, Kevin. Yeah, curious so Tony's we'll going to go off this week. <laughs> we'll see. We'll see. Um, if he plays more than 44% of the snaps and is just as efficient, he will be uh, a, a very, very solid pickup. Um, and I think he can do that. I also think that it, it might have been uh, a little bit of an overperformance. I would lean towards that he'll be very solid, but not elite. Thanks, Kevin. I feel better now. Still starting <laughs> Darius Slayton in my flex, but uh, yeah, I do feel better about that. Um, all right, folks. I think that's Moen McGee on TKD. Everyone needs a win this week. Got to have it. Yeah, hopefully you get yours. See ya. See ya.